The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. You'll find out what happened to Frankenstein and other stuff that never happened. Freaking nerds. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the unknown. Yeah! Hey! It's the Boogie Monster Sports Broadcast. <laughs> sports Broadcast. Oh, everything's gone great for oh, Dave Stone. I was hoping we'd southeast region. Hoping we'd avoid that. Oh, you, want, you want to talk about it? I was. I just remember the Braves, and then we were out doing showbiz stuff, and you're like, "I'm taping it. I don't want to see." I'm like, "I'll pay attention. I've been paying attention at all baseball this year." And then uh, terrible you week. Got your heart broke. In, with the Braves, what else happened? Oh, okay. Well, let's let's recap the week. Thirteen to one. <sighs> they scored eleven fucking runs in the first inning. Do you know that's never been done ever in the history of Major League Baseball? I uh, in one I, inning, much I, less a playoff game. I wasn't watching the game at all, and I just clicked on the like just like Atlanta Braves because they'll just give you the score uh-huh. in Google, and I just like what? Yeah. Because they're like, wait, what inning? And then I looked at the innings. I'm like, this is a, this is a first inning. It's the top of the first. Wow. We haven't even batted yet, and we're down 11 to nothing. Was it errors or just exceptional hitting? Maybe it was 10 to nothing in the first inning. Um, it was a mixture of both. Here's the thing. There were zero home, run, home runs in that inning. It was it was no home runs. No home runs. <laughs> so it was a few, Oh, that's terrible. It was a few base hits, a few walks, a few errors. Rarely just, would I say this. I think I could play better than that. I mean, it was... Just and I'm sitting there watching. I it. caught a fly ball with my Taco Bell brand baseball mitt as a child. And oh, it just it. And I know, I know it's stupid. I know sports. You know, it's it, it doesn't. Talking, you don't af- have to excuse it anymore. Doesn't affect we, my life. But no, like but you, you were excited about. Oh man, because this was the. Here's the other thing. I've invested a lot in this team. I literally, they play 162 regular season games. Yeah. I bet you I watched. 155 of them. Right. I only missed a handful of games this year. I got the MLB package. I'm watching on my com- watching on my computer when I'm on the road. I'm watching it at home. Financially invested. Just man, and this team was so much fun to watch. And they were they were heavily favored in this series. The Cardinals scraped into the playoffs. Yeah, uh, all the pundits, you know, like ah, the Braves are going to take care of the Cardinals. And just ten what was it. 10 or I guess it was 10 in the first inning. Uh, they scored an 11th in the second and then a few more. But yeah, 10 to nothing before we even get to bat. And it was just when it got to be about four or five, I was like, okay, this will be a good comeback story. You know, we're going to score four or five, six runs in this game anyway. Mm-hmm. So what if they scored four or five in the first inning? We got this. And then just seven. I was texting my brother. He was at work. He couldn't watch it. He's like, keep me updated. And it was just <laughs> I don't think you want this. <laughs> four to nothing. What? Six to nothing. Huh? Seven to nothing. Like, oh, God. And then, okay, so the Braves season's over. Been watching them for six months. Yeah. Had high hopes. I didn't necessarily think they'd go all the way. I, I think the Astros are going to win the whole thing. But yeah. it was like Braves-Dodgers in the, in the, in the second round. That's going to be fun. Yeah, they're on the Dodgers. Just, boom, season's over. Then our, so, who is, who is? Now it's, well, it's the Nationals and Cardinals. Cardinals are the one that beat us. Nationals yeah. beat the Dodgers. The Dodgers That's were heavily favored, too. Yeah. They were supposed to make it to the World Series. So, playoffs every year. The, yeah, yeah. the two best teams in the National League, record-wise, out in the first round. Yeah. So now it's Cardinals, Nationals, and the American League get Yankees, uh, Astros. But so anyway, so just abrupt end to my beloved Braves season. And then a few days later, 
The only other team I really care about is the Georgia Bulldogs football. They're Go number Bucks. three in the country, undefeated. Mm-hmm. Last two seasons, you know, great season. You know, two years ago, we overtime in the national championship game and lost. Yeah. Last year, lost in the SEC title game. Anyway, get get beat by an unranked two and three South Carolina team. Like, not even ranked, just like an afterthought. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to beat them. <laughs> like, just, maybe we'll play today. Yeah. Just <laughs> missed. Oh, all right. Is it's been a, is it a third thing. Just, just well, two big, two bad ones. I mean, God, just the last couple of years. I mean, going back to like three years ago, the, the Fal- whole Falcons team Falcons, come over to your house, push you around a little bit. Falcons were up twenty-eight to three in the third quarter of the Super Bowl. We Falcons lost. Hit on your girlfriend last oh, week. What happened? <laughs> Fucking Georgia <laughs> two years ago a lost team that also upset you. You were it's, bummed out. <laughs> it's just been rough. It's just been rough. <laughs> Is there a no. gymnast from there that said something mean to you online? What are we? <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but oh well, fuck it. At least I'll be more productive now. There's more football outside of that that one, right? Or is that just such... well? The, the Falcons suck. The Falcons are oh, terrible. They're absolutely Falcon. horrendous this year. The 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 Bulldogs. Their season's not over. Uh, if they win, not to bore you with details, but if they win the SEC East, they'll go to the SEC title game and probably mm-hmm. play Alabama or LSU. If they were to win that game. They would make it into the playoffs. There's still a chance then. All right. Yeah. They're still going. Okay. Uh, but, yeah. It's been a, been a rough week. But I'm okay. You're all right. It puts things in perspective. It's a new week. <laughs> it's a new week. Yeah, that's right. You're all right. What you been doing, buddy? Man, just shredding. Shredding? Getting I saw right. your video. Yeah, I got pretty rad. Yeah, man. It's pretty rad, John. Uh-huh. <laughs> you caught some air. Yeah, I like cased that. It. They couldn't even clear the thing I was trying to clear. What's casing cool. it mean? Uh, you don't clear the jump. You kind of land at the oh, end yeah. of the where you... Kind of land before you should land, like an excite bike when you don't make it all the way, and then you crash ca- into the that is casing a jump, yeah. Crash you, into you, the second half of the ramp, crash in the second half or land on the t- the tabletop flat. Oh, okay. So did that. Went out today again. Uh, I don't want to be the guy that just has like road rage stories or anything. But I think I just got to start taking a lift everywhere. I think I'm out. Go ahead, like, get it out. What do you got? Well, this was more. This was more upsetting. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, motor. Like I was. What I'm like, am I getting less tolerant? Uh huh. Or things getting worse? Are people? There's this general sense of entitlement and me first uh, everywhere in life, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna place it on just like a Trump thing of like fuck everybody. I'm we're the best. I'm the best. Because mm-hmm. I don't think that's it. But is it a social media looking for likes, trying to be like, oh, I got to worry about like so much concern about yourself that that. You don't have concern for other people around mm-hmm. you. And a very great example is driving when you just have your head up your ass. Mm-hmm. We all make mistakes. Mm-hmm. But today it was two road cyclists, bike riders, mm-hmm. right here on Franklin. All right, you got two lanes of traffic going in one direction. Mm-hmm. Right lane, that is the bike lane. You are entitled as a cyclist to take up that whole lane. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't when I ride, I try to ride to the side, mm-hmm. but that causes its own concern. If you are trying to make space for a car, maybe they don't judge it right. And then you kind of fucked yourself by trying to be nice and get all yeah. over. So I fully understand if I see a bike taking up the whole lane, I could see why a motorist would get upset. Mm-hmm. But this wasn't rush hour or anything, but they have the right to take up that whole lane. And it's two guys side by side in that lane in their Team USA spandex, mm. like the full just breaking away. I don't understand that. It's I mean, I wear. I mean, I look like an idiot when I'm mountain bike. I got padded shorts on, but I wear shorts over it. Do they make that type of gear that doesn't have advertisements splattered all over it? 
Like, yeah. Or, or sometimes it's like fun. Like sometimes bike shop, like it's usually like craft beer bike shops uh-huh. have them and you can get fun jerseys. Or really. uh-huh. I understand it serves a purpose and it's aerodynamic uh-huh. and whatever. Uh, but they're like the Team USA. They're matching Team USA bullshit. Mm-hmm. And they're both side by side in that lane, which, okay, that's fine. And so I'm behind them, maybe like a car, one car behind them. And dude is going to go, now traffic's stacking up in that right lane. Mm-hmm. So as he's checking his blind spot, he just goes into the left lane. Not the cycling lane, the other lane, the the more middle lane, mm-hmm. which is not the cycling lane. Mm-hmm. And as he's looking, he's going into the lane. He's already pretty far over. And a car almost hits him because a car that lane was open and a car was going at mm-hmm. speed in that lane. Mm-hmm. And this guy gets all gets up to the light and is like getting in his face, mm. but like what you know? Because I can't hear him now, but I see him like stopping and getting in the driver's face. Like, fuck you, dude! You fucked up. Mm-hmm. I'm a bike rider. Mm-hmm. I want to be on your side. You look like a dipshit. You and your Captain America buddy. <laughs> you didn't look. You pulled out in front of a car. You fucked up. And then you're making a big deal at the intersection. Like you didn't see me. Everybody saw you. You're dressed like a fucking dork. We all saw you. <laughs> Everybody there saw you. Those twin dipshits flying the the blue the Blue Angels asshole formation down Franklin at ten thirty or eleven thirty, and then you get past the intersection. You make a big sweeping gesture like, "Oh, the cars can go around me." Yeah, thanks. Fuck you. Fall into a fucking manhole. Huh? Like, and I'm like now and then. If you were polarizing anybody, people are like, "Man, I hate cyclists." Mm-hmm. Now you made it worse yeah. for me when I'm trying to be decent out there. Yeah. So that wasn't even at an someone in a car. That was someone in a car doing what they should be doing, mm-hmm. driving in a lane at the speed they wanted to drive in. This guy didn't look, pulled out, like just pulled in front of the other guy. If you did that in the car, mm-hmm. that would be your fault because yeah. you didn't check. Yeah. And especially on a bike. And then you're going to act entitled. Yeah. Get fucked. Team USA. Nothing more, nothing more indicative of somebody wearing a Team USA unitard than uh, doing something wrong and blaming somebody else for when it doesn't go the way they want. Unitard is such a funny word. Oh, God. Sounds like a it's bank for special tarred. people. It's got tarred in it. Um, here's what I don't understand about cyclists. Uh, Hit me with it. What's, share the road. I get that. Hey, uh, do stop signs and red lights not pertain to them? I uh, see so many bikes mowing through stop signs and red, red Yeah, that's red the lights. risk you want to take because they don't want to be, have to, like, Is it the re- momentum recoup thing? the energy. Okay, I guess. I don't agree with it. Yeah. I know. I mean, I'll make that calculated risk if I'm coming up to an open intersection. I have a red light and I don't see any cars coming. And I, I'll slow down but go through it. And uh-huh. that's on me. Yeah. I am making a mistake. Yeah. Uh, but if I got hit, I wouldn't blame somebody else. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I try to slow down and look, hmm. I might not do a full proper stop at a stop sign if no, I, I get see that. cars around, but I'm never going to try. If I know, if I see another car coming and they're going to get to that intersection first, they have the right of way. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to blow through it just cause I'm on a bike. Yeah. If there's other cars, I obey the rules of the road that I'm, and I'm wrong. I first admit I'm wrong for this. Yeah. No, I totally get if no one's around, you know, using discretion. But, man, I've seen so many times, like um, like on Hyperion, where it's just bumper oh, to bumper, yeah. just backed up. And we're all waiting on a red light because there's traffic going in other directions. And bikes will just come through and they'll look and just keep going. And yeah. like, wish I could do that. Yeah. But, oh, well. What else going on, man? So you shredded today? I got out today. Where'd you go? 
Up the old El Prieto Trail. Where's that? Uh, over by JPL. It's one of oh, my okay. regulars. Oh, that's, yeah. One of my regs. Uh-huh. Went out Thursday. Went over uh, to Stowe Canyon. That's where the video was for uh-huh. my super shred. Right, right. Uh, was at a wedding out in Malibu. That's oh, what I put cool. on the boogie miles. Yeah. Because I couldn't find the password for the Instagram uh-huh. account. I didn't see no alien bases. Even went for a little night swim. You... Even tried to tempt him out with my little ding-dong out <laughs> in the ocean. <laughs> little munch of my worm. <laughs> Damn old space bug eaters. <laughs> Did you swim six miles out? You got to go six miles out. Oh, man. And a mile swim. down. No, man. They could swim to me. Mm-hmm. A six out and a mile down. Mm-hmm. I was looking. I didn't see yeah. nothing. It was an open bar, though. So Good I wedding? Missed it. Open bar? Yeah, it was fun. Nice. Anybody I know? Two, no, no, it was a couple of uh, Rachel's old roommate yeah. and his fella. Never been to a just fella's wedding. Huh. It's kind of a, kind of the best. Oh, really? Oh, man. Yeah. Take all that Jesus bullshit out of a wedding. <laughs> you just get right down to... You love that person? Cool. Do you love that person? Here's a lovely speech. We're not invoking any kind of uh, fictional being. Mm-hmm. It's just because people love each other. And then uh, let's dance and drink and have a great time. Right on. And it was, uh, yeah, very very streamlined. Hmm. It was on the beach. It was at a place called Gladstones. I think that's where, um, it might have been where Mel Gibson got drunk. And then oh. got his DUI and was yelling about the Jews afterwards. Right there, yeah. At a, at a restaurant called Gladstones. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, I took a tumble today. I'm a. Uh, what happened? I don't shred as hard as you, but uh, when I want to go, I can go hard. <laughs> what are you doing? And, you doing uh, stairs? I was doing the stairs, and those stairs are so hard, man. Silver Lake uh, stairs. Silver Lake stairs. Mm-hmm. First of all, you got to climb that hill just to even get to the stairs. Yeah, so, I don't know, you know. It's right outside the Silver Lake Reservoir. If you're looking at a map, yeah, you're looking at a t- t- topiary, topography, yeah. uh-huh. topographic map. Yeah. You see that elevation change. Coal Street. Anyway, I've been trying to hit that uh, about three or four times a week. And uh, today I was on my last one. And you go up. You you go up is hard enough, but at least that's uh, a slow, controlled thing. You know, it's the going down that sometimes gets you. So after about four trips up and down, my legs are just turning into rubber. Uh And uh, on the final trek down, I was about halfway down and just had the jello legs. Mm -hmm. And I just misstepped like I like my heel hit kind of kind of I banked it. Or no, what'd you say? Cased it. Cased it. I cased cased a step and I I fell. I like did kind of this weird meatball log roll down about uh, about 15 stairs. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. Skidded up my ass. My ass hurts. So you went forward. Yeah. Yeah. I like tumbled. Oh, oh, that's. Yeah. I like, I like first, like I like crumbled. I like, I just collapsed like a slinky and then I like turned inward and i just kind of oh, did this uh, log i could like out of the wrists if you went forward yeah i but couldn't you, stop you went myself sideways right yeah. away i turned inward and it just i don't know what happened and the whole time i'm thinking i got this i got this like man. everything slows down like you got this yeah i'll put a hand over here i'll put a yeah. foot over no man just let it happen and just just pretty violent fall man I'm, were there people around no thank god well, yeah so it's weird. Like, do you take a fall as an adult? Like, you realize that's yeah. it, that's it, like such big news. Like, Nana fell. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it's still like you starting. get like you're getting into that. Like, yeah. that's well, an event. And plus, like now, not only am I getting old, but I'm at the size now where I'm like a I'm like a danger to myself. 
Like I get a That's bit- the irony of you trying to lose weight and then you fall and you hurt yourself. <laughs> like uh, one thing I've noticed, I, I no longer have like a cool jog. Like when I'm that little semi shuffle step jog, like, you know, if you're going across the street, you know, jaywalking or something. Oh, yeah. Look, no, I'm hurrying. Yeah. Don't worry. Like I can still do that, but like I can't stop on a dime anymore. I'm like a pontoon boat or a train. Like it takes a while for me to stop. Or find something to grab onto. Yeah. Maybe open your jacket up. <laughs> throw some air brakes on it. Throw, like a dragster with the, with the parachute yeah. back. It's just too much velocity. Not velocity. What's, uh, uh, Dave's coming in hot. Throw the couch cushions down. Too much inertia. He needs, that. He needs one of them runaway truck ramps. Got to oh. direct him towards the sandbox to slow him down. Yeah. So I gotta. Be, I don't know, man. I gotta be careful. I never thought. I didn't know what I looked like running, and then I was. You know, if you're in a, like a hotel gym and there's a mirror, mm-hmm. and like, all right, I got this thing up to like six miles uh-huh. an hour. Let me look and see. I feel like I'm hauling ass, and yeah. then you look in the mirror, you're like, I'm walking. You're walking right now. Yeah. You're walking with sweatier hands. Yeah. Man, speaking of six miles an hour, did you hear this week the uh, first ever sub two hour marathon? Oh yeah. That's thirteen miles an hour. If my math is correct, right? 26 miles in two hours. Yeah. The guy's hauling ass at 13 miles an hour for two hours straight. I was going to look. I did my Fitbit to see how fast I was going on my bike today. 13 13 miles an hour. I I, I doubt I could run 13 miles an hour at all, like in a sprint. This guy did it for two hours. I got a treadmill. We talked about the Barry's Boot Camp before. Yeah. I've put it up to eight. Yeah, and been like that's terrifying. I'm gonna eat my teeth right now. Yeah, because I thought I was just gonna go face first down onto the treadmill for that. Thirteen. I mean, actually, slightly faster since it's twenty six point two. So, but if it was just and it came in slightly under. But if it was just twenty six (laughs) miles, that's thirteen miles an hour. So he's going slightly faster than that. That's insane. I don't understand how that's thirteen. Uh, hey, good for that dude. Though. Way to go, man. Dude, uh, had another adventure this weekend. Went to the Hollywood Records show. Where was this at? It's up at the uh, Marriott. I was, I was going five miles an hour on average. You on were going five ride. miles an hour? <laughs> yeah. Closest I get to is about 20 miles an hour, and I know that where that is, where that downhill part is. What did this thing called the uh, Hollywood Records show up in Burbank at the Marriott? And it was uh, three days. supposed day- to be haunted, by the way. Burbank, oh, really? I didn't know that. Maybe Burbank, Colorado. Huh. Um, man, what a... Uh, I don't know how to put this. What a collection of losers. Oh, you uh, mean record collectors the, aren't uh, a the, great time? Those are my people, too. I'm a record nerd, but like... Those are the people that are just trying to kill time in between it, porn conventions. It was so depressing. Like, I thought it would be like a real convention. You know, and the way they advertised, they said over a hundred vendors and it, they charge you 15 bucks to even get in. So, uh, I was very excited to go, you know, all a hundred vendors. And it was just like the world's saddest flea market, but just records and music member. I mean, like, so, and like the vendors, like half the vendors there, I have more records than what they had out. Like, I thought it would be like, you know, each vendor had a thousand records or something. There were literally tables where guys had one box of records. Like, oh, I have 52 records here. This well, is all I brought. They're, they had to look at their whole collection and be like, all right, what can I part with? Yeah, and I guess they so. come away with one crate of like, all right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just and like a lot I of... I guess I have three identical copies of this Dion Warwick Christmas album. <laughs> I could sell one of them. A lot of little rascals, 
A lot of... Uh, Is there any celebrity guests? I didn't see any. A lot of uh, diabetic socks. A lot of heavy breathing. L- little rascals. The little scooters. Oh, well, they mean like children. No, a lot of people. Mischievous children. A lot of heavy set folks buzzing around in scooters. Yeah. It was... Just, I don't know, man. It was so nobody's, fucking sad. Nobody's running a two... Two-hour <laughs> marathon there. Four-minute miles at the record shots. And I didn't even buy anything. I was there for an hour. I spent 15 bucks to get in. I was like, oh, I'm, I've got to buy something to make it worth my while. I've already invested. Yeah. It's just a bunch of overpriced junk. And just, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I didn't realize that was such a weird, like, almost had like a carny vibe to it. Just like, hey, we do this every week somewhere else. I mean, I get, like, I see the, I see the appeal in why you don't want to. Put on a record and mm-hmm. listen, but just collector culture. Yeah, I don't. I never did the comics. Yeah. I never did the toys. I did. I mean, baseball I would, I would, I'm sure I would go. Yeah, baseball. I would, I would, I'm sure I would go check out a bike, mm-hmm. like an old BMX bike yeah. swap meet, or like skateboards or stuff, just for the nostalgia of like I remember that yeah. one and all that's cool. Well, if BMX bikes cost twenty five dollars, you'd probably have a big collection of those. Yeah, but I no, I've looked at when they've reissued stuff, and I'd be like, "Oh, that's the thing for my youth." I'm like, "What am I gonna? I'm just gonna sit and look at it." <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I have like, stuff that does have a purpose that I still like. The guitars I can't play for shit, mm-hmm. but if I wanted to, I could play them. Yeah, but a BMX frame from 1988. Yeah, like, that's there. Yeah, and I have it. Yeah, now I have it. I'm I don't deep see into the value it. In I love it. That. But this was just such a. Uh, I don't know. It was just like. Oh, is this is this the group I'm in? Well, <laughs> this before or after you fell down the stairs? This is before. Okay. Yeah. The stair was today. <laughs> you might have been limping through there. <laughs> and then we would have had your, the answer to that question. Yes, it is. Yeah. Did you guys all fall down the stairs exercising today, too? But it was just a lot of, like, stereotypical, like, the Simpsons comic book guy. Yeah. Just a lot of those guys. Yeah, a lot, a lot of short ponytails. Yeah. You know, a lot of... Just some weird. people like their self worth is their their knowledge of a specific thing. Like they mm-hmm. love that they, yeah. And I get know that. It. I get that. Yeah, but why wouldn't you want to know? Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but I don't know. Just and then all the record, like there was just this. The whole place smelled like bo and cardboard. Imagine it was just rough. Imagine that, but with like playmates. Because I remember when I was. I was probably like 20. Me and my buddy, like, we went to one of those glamour cons. Like, oh, man, it's where the like, playmates are signing. <clears throat> like an oh, erotic like convention. Playboy Bunny playmates? Yeah, gotcha. like, we're going to go. And then you get there, you're like, oh, this Ugh. is just, this is the only time these people aren't beating off. It's just sticky hands I never grabbing heard of this. their way through a convention center. So there's, like, convention of, like, Oh, there's all yeah, erotic expo and porn stars and everything. That's how they make this side money. The same uh-huh. way, like celebrities will go to Comic Con and rent a booth yeah. just to sell autograph. Okay, photos. so it's Comic Con for adult films. Yeah, for boners. And so that we went there, and it was kind of like I don't like being here, and I'm sad. Like I was already like, why did I think I don't want to meet anybody I've I've seen no, on, it, on the internet or be in or be around a bunch of dudes who are just like, this is Ugh. now it's now the prophecy is coming true. Like it's like no man, oh. no nah, dude, real gross. Mm. So I did that once, uh, probably twenty some years ago, and I have no desire to go back. Have we talked about that living out here? Have you ever? 
seen somebody in public and you're like, where do I know that person from? Oh, the, the and adult like, industry? Yeah, and then like an hour later, you're like, oh. I've seen some people. I remember seeing... There's a few that would like come to comedy shows. And part of me wants to be like, yeah, I've watched porn. Uh-huh. Uh, um, I think like, all right, mutual appreciation. I'm not going to judge it. You yeah. do that thing. I watch that thing. Who am I to like then mm-hmm. be like, ooh, gross. How do you do that? Yeah, no, I'm, no. I get that. Do you, we're, we've all taken untraditional paths. But I'm not going to pay a cover fee and get my picture made with them. No, that's – well, that's like the – yeah, the weird meet and greet part. Yeah. I'm kind of like, well, we can just all hang out. But then I could see how guys are goblins mm-hmm. about that sort of thing. Yeah. And that would weird out ladies. So that's why they should rather just like, give me your money then. Yeah. Give me your money. Here's the picture. And now go away. As opposed to like, I could just hang out at a bar. I'm a regular person. I could see how that's not the same thing mm. for – a lady in the adult industry. But they would come to shows. There's a few that would come to shows and thinking like, all right, mutual appreciation. They were just loud. Had to be the center of attention. It's like, all right, we all get it. You fuck people on film. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Yeah. You're not at work yeah. right now. I am. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I'm not on set beating off next to you <laughs> while you're filming a scene. Why do you need to be? Why do you need to fuck up this? Yeah. You know? Ugh. But I mean, that's like I want to be like. No, I'm sure there's plenty of well-adjusted people that are nice, and they just happen to choose this mm-hmm. alternative path to, uh, you know, for employment. And it's like, well, no, you're fucking loud dickheads. <laughs> Not all of them, just some. Oh man. Anyway, anyway, I don't know what else is going on. No, then Malibu hung out. It was cool. Yeah, it was cool. What'd you that, get that into? That West Side Living, man. I mean, I don't, I, I couldn't, I wouldn't spend the money to live with them. They're like, we're like, we're gonna stay there for three days. Oh, you stayed out there? Yeah, we stayed. Oh, at, we stayed okay. at the Pacific Palisades at an nice. Airbnb. Nice. And we're just like, oh, I guess we're going on a hike. There's the ocean. Yeah. Oh, this is what look, we're at in the town of Pacific Palisades getting lunch, and it's just like this is just. I, if you have problems, they're pleasant. not financial. Yeah, yeah. You, everyone here is fine. Yeah, everyone has some sort of plastic surgery. Uh-huh. I think out of boredom at that point. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like just when like it's like somebody who's sixty years old and they don't look bad, but you're uh-huh. like you are putting a lot of your effort into maintenance. Yeah, like there's no like I'm just gonna go to the store. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't exist out there. Yeah, it's hard to believe. It's just part of the same city. I like it out there, man. Like, I haven't spent a ton of time, like, in Malibu, but I could see, mm-hmm. I mean, I know Venice has its gross parts, but yeah. I, could, I could see having a little bungalow a few blocks from the ocean over in Venice or, yeah, man. you know. That fresh beach air, yeah. which was filled with smoke because of the fires. Or, like, a little south, Redondo Beach, that area. Oh, that's nice. Santa Monica's too mm-hmm. uh, too uppity for me. Boogie Monster Beach. Yep. You want to get Coming into it? Soon. <laughs> Let's talk about our subject matter, Dave. Dead, what are we talking about? Dead cows. Dead cows. This De- is a recipe. Dead cows. <laughs> All right, what you want to do? This is your new favorite barbecue place. Get you a whole heifer. Get you a live cow. <laughs> Leave it in a spooky field overnight. <laughs> Flux on your side. Totally dismembered. Weird lacerations around its nose and butthole. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Um, this has been one of those topics that's been around for decades. 
Nobody knows what the fuck's going on. Uh, got in the news again recently last week uh, up in Oregon. Uh, this this incident I'm about to tell you about happened in July, but they just started doing stories about it. A lot of, a lot of different uh, sites doing stories about it last week. But up in Oregon uh, in July, uh, within a 24-hour period on this one ranch, uh, five different cows showed up dead. And not just dead, fucking mutilated. They chop them all up. Uh, didn't chop them up. What they do uh, in, in these five cases and in pretty much all the cases um, in the last few decades, laser-like precision, the tongues have been removed, the, the, the flesh around the jaw and the face oh, completely removed, oh, um, genitals removed, Buttholes, Sans Jennies. buttholes been cored out, removed. Oh man! <laughs> and uh, nobody knows what the hell's going on, man. And uh, get this: here's a here's a fun fact. Uh, in the last fifty years, a there's been over taco truck <laughs> ten thousand reported cases of cattle mutilation in the last 50 years. Another fun fact: not a single soul has ever been charged or arrested. So, 10,000 dead, most of them are cows, some are horses, some are sheep and goats, most of them cows, though. But, uh, yeah, this this particular case happened in Oregon back in July, and it just kind of reminded everybody that, uh, what the hell is going on with this stuff? And You know, there's pictures and stuff you can look up. But, uh, yeah, all all the same way. Sometimes the eyes are removed. A lot of times the tongue's gone. Genitals, buttholes, all gone. Jennies and butts. Um, but, like like I said, like laser precision. So, A, it's it's not, it's definitely not predators. A coyote or wolf or whatever, a bear, they're not going to, you know, leave work that clean. And it's probably not a person. You know, unless you had like some skilled surgeon, and a lot of these cases they talk about how the uh, the wounds were cauterized. That's, like, I've heard about that. That's like <clears throat> I was <clears throat> because I had read about some of this prior. I heard like some speculate that they, maybe it's like a military exercise. Well, that's one theory. And here, here okay, in some of these cases. Black helicopters have been spotted near. Here's a tip, black helicopter guys. Paint them a different color and nobody will be suspicious. Great point. There's some theories that the black uh, helicopter. green helicopter. He's not. He's fine. <laughs> he's harmless. Uh, it's like Billy Wade Davis. <laughs> he, he told me he was. I don't know if this is his idea or somebody. He told me this idea. He wants to start an app called What's That Helicopter Doing? Because <laughs> there's so many different <laughs> helicopters. You're like, which one is that? Is that is that a passenger helicopter? Is that a military helicopter? Is that the LAPD chopper? <laughs> what a great app. What's that helicopter doing? I'm sure they have something similar to that. Um, there's a lot of helicopters. What was that? About? Okay. These black mm-hmm. helicopters have been spotted. Uh, one theory is that the black helicopters had nothing to do with it, but they show up. And fly around to make people think, oh, it must be some sort of government testing. To distract. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, Get this shit, man. April 21st, 1897, Alexander Hamilton 
Noted statesman and actually a founding father. <laughs> he's a statesman. I thought he was the president, but he wasn't. He was he's one of the founding fathers. Um, April 21st, 1897, he was awakened at night by a loud humming noise coming from his cattle yard. He and two other men went outside. They saw what he said, quote, an airship slowly coming down and hover over the yard. And uh, here's, here's Hamilton's account mm-hmm. of it. There was, uh, there was several newspaper stories about this. Uh, this is verbatim, quote, it consists of a great cigar-shaped portion, possibly 300 feet long, with a carriage underneath. The carriage was made of glass and some other transparent substance, alternating with an narrow strip of some material. It was brilliantly lighted within, and everything was plainly visible. It was occupied by six of the strangest beings I've ever seen. They were jabbering together, but could not. we could not understand a word they were saying. It seemed to phase and hover directly over our two-year-old heifer, which was bawling and jumping and caught in the fence. Uh, he re- there was some sort of cable fastened into a slip knot around her neck. Once He removed that. He cut the cable. We tried to get it off, but could not, so we cut the wire loose. It stood in amazement to see the ship, the heifer, and all rise slowly, disappearing in the northwest. Neighbor Thomas Link, who lived four miles away, found the hide, the legs, and the head in his field the very next day. No tracks in the soft ground, which mystified him. So Alexander Hamilton saw a UFO and six beings inside. Is that part of the play? Do they put that in the play? Is that about, is that what Hamilton's about? Yeah. I had no idea. And like other stuff. Okay. That he did. I'm very unfamiliar. Yeah. I'm aware. First one to point out, very ignorant of uh, the theatrical experience and whatever he did as a statesman. Yeah, I never made that connection. I just thought it was, yeah. Cattle mutilation. Okay, here's, I'm going to throw another theory out. Uh huh. Your cattle's insured, right? Sometimes. Do they ever make mention, like, were these ill cattle? Is, is this elaborate insurance fraud? I mean, how would you do that? How would you make those cuts? How would I cut out a butthole? <laughs> Hot can. Hot can. Hot tin can. This is like core it out. Yes. Like you're making melon balls. I'm not, yeah, I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm not happy that I, <laughs> You know, where you get whatever the same thing they use to get pineapple slices. Oh, yeah. And you just punch it in there. Oh, no. Oh, that's awful. I'm sad that I thought mm. of that. How would you get the asshole out of a cow, Dave? <laughs> I'll suck it out raw with my mouth. <laughs> I throw a little... Tony Zataran, spice up on it, suck it out with my face. I used to have a friend in high school who said, I'll eat a pig's butthole if you cook it right. I That's thought, what mm. people eat. Yeah. People do that. People don't eat pig buttholes. They eat everything leading up to the lips. They eat all the other stuff, from the rooter to the tutor. <laughs> uh, first modern case. Well, a little uh, Jimmy Chachery's on it. <laughs> What's that? Tony, Tony Chetri. Tony Chetri's. That shit is good. I had some you on my Tony Chetri's and Jimmy Zatarans. Um, first modern case on I'm record. Fight in my mouth. 1967. <laughs> that was good. I thought <laughs> San Luis Valley in southern Colorado. A horse owned by the King family was found dead in a pasture. Its flesh had been stripped completely from the skull, exposing the bare bones. The bones were so clean of flesh that the skull looked as if it had been sitting out exposed in the sun for weeks. However, the family had just seen the horse alive two days earlier. So 1967 
was uh, when we really started documenting this shit. And uh, a lot of it has happened in uh, Colorado, a lot in New Mexico. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Anybody the Colorado ones were the big, that was the one where I was reading. It was kind of happening rather often. Here's kind of what, uh, here's the similarities in more detail that pretty much all these cases share. Uh, a standard mutilation exhibits one or more of the following characteristics. Usually occurs with cattle, horse, or sheep. Uh, the jaw cut, a precision surgical-like cut of surrounding flesh to completely expose the jaw, bone, and the teeth. The tongue and surrounding glandular tissue has been removed. Mm. The sex organs, navel, and nipples have all been surgically removed. How many nipples? Do what? How many nipples does a cow have? I have no idea. What are the udders? That's a great question. Why would they call them udders? Mm. Okay, I'll get on the research. The <laughs> anus and surrounding glandular oh, tissue have been goodness. surgically removed. Uh, here's oh, here's something I failed to mention uh, as of yet. Uh, zero blood found in any of these. No evidence of any blood, despite uh, the severity of these procedures. Here's another interesting: no footprints of any kind leading to or from the animal. No, no animal prints. No human prints ever found. A lot of these are found like in uh, you know muddy or sandy areas where there would be prints if someone was around. No prints. Uh, the animal is often found in the middle of a perfectly created circle. Uh, the cuts are made so precisely that a surgeon with a full operating room and a steady hand with a laser would have a difficult time matching these cuts. And uh, lastly, the precision of the cuts and lack of blood rule out predators. So that's kind of that's some of the common denominators. And, boy, some of these pictures are, are pretty gnarly. Well, I'm on a website called There's a Heifer in Your Tank. <clears throat> <laughs> on an article called The Fascinating World of Extra Nipples. Huh. So I guess... Uh, Cattles can have extra teats. So, yeah, the the udder is the nipple, right? Or the teat. I mean... I'm still trying to get a... I think the udder is... still trying to get a solid answer on that right now. I think the um, teat's a subset of the udder. I'm not sure. Q-Aura. What a fucking shit show. Q-Aura is the one where anybody can ask, Why do cow have four udders? Well, it can only give birth to one calf per year. People have two nipples. You fucking idiot. They have one udder, and they have four quarters in their udders. Nobody's telling me about cow nipples. goes mm. right to answers about udders. That's how they get you. I think they do. The, the udder is the boob. It's fucking clickbait, dude. <laughs> the world's worst <laughs> clickbait. <laughs> you know, cows don't have nipples? Ooh, give me that info. Why are they taking these organs, Kyle? That's what people want to know. There's no way to know for sure. But uh, some experts uh, speculate that uh, the organ tissue retains things picked up in the environment, like minerals, pesticides, Ooh, other stuff. Like its own little sampling. Yeah, if you wanted to check the condition of an animal and what is being what it's being exposed to, the organs would be a good place to start. And how is it? Pro- well, <clears throat> is it just cows? Well, it's mainly cows. Some horses, some sheep. Because I think, okay, well, if it's what if aliens have a similar digestive system mm-hmm. to a cow? Oh, we're about to get into With the four stomachs. Because mm-hmm. then it'd be like, all right, what happens if you eat something that is this poison and then you check its asshole? Is it asshole, is it asshole in bad shape? Mm. It's like you look at the poop of an animal to see if it's healthy or not. Mm-hmm. See what nutrients are not being retained or not. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, okay, all right. Mm. Here's something interesting. Mm. 
in most of these cases, zero flies and also zero uh, damage from other predators after the fact. No flies will Nothing land on this ship. No coyotes, no flies. Uh, a lot of these cases, they say the carcasses have laid out in the sun for weeks, never to be touched by flies or coyotes. Nothing coming around for a little crunch and munch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> crunch and munch. Um, this is interesting. Dan Jenkins is the sheriff's deputy up in Harney County, Oregon, where this most recent case uh, happened. He says he's investigated tons of uh, cattle deaths, and he gets calls from people who say that aliens could be involved. He said, quote, a lot of people lean towards the aliens. Uh, one caller had told us to look for basically a depression under the carcass. A lot of times when they find these, these dead animals, oh, yeah. there's a divot or a depression under the carcass, and they think that that might be caused by aliens, by UFOs, uh, sucking them up in the air into the, into the UFO doing their thing and then splat dropping them off no blood yeah there's no way to do this without blood so they think that the operation happened in one, one place bingo and they're being dropped elsewhere yep yeah paranormal journalist nick redfern said some ufo theorists Very believe that extraterrestrials are using cow blood for hybrid fertilization i don't, um, know, I don't know how that would work all right hybrid fertilization chris o'brien <laughs> That why not have a ridiculous guest throw <laughs> thrown in? Well, that's the thing. There's I no think they're making a vampire slip and slide out of it. Well, I mean that's the thing. There's all these theories and speculation because it makes zero sense. Like so, you have to kind of think outside the box. This guy named Chris O'Brien. He's researched catamulations for two decades. He uh, he disagrees with that theory that uh, Redfern said. He says a uh, more likely answer is that the killings are uh, conducted by an unknown agency monitoring the food chain to prevent another outbreak of bovine spongiform in blah, 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 uh, mad cow disease uh, that uh, plagued England back in 1996. So he thinks that there might be some sort, of, uh, some sort of government science experiment where they're... There's not an easier way to document that. But why wouldn't you just... With that, if that were the case... Why, if you like, if the government's doing this, why wouldn't they just steal the cow? Why can't the government just have a cow? Yeah, yeah, just steal have the, a cow, or, man. Yeah, go get a cow. But anyway, why would they return it or leave it there? Like, you know, just steal the cow. It'd be a lot more secretive. Oh, my cow's missing. Then, oh, my cow's got all its flesh and genitals removed. That's a little more alarming than just, oops, a cow's missing. Yeah, I mean, if it was a prank, it's a pretty elaborate. I mean, that's like on the level of crop circle mm-hmm. prank of like how detailed and secretive you got to get into it. Yeah. So I don't know, man. That's what I'm like. That, that's the only thing. I'm like, all right, is this? But then, if, even if it is a, an elaborate insurance scam, you're going to tell the your insurer. Mm-hmm. Insurance agent. Aliens took my cow's butthole. I cored out. I cored out my beef, man. <laughs> Can't do that if you don't have a butthole. Let's come out like a cough. Oh man, Oof. your farts have such good comedic timing. I got man. I'm I'm funny through and through, buddy. I've dedicated my life to oh, man. <laughs> to comedy. That's a good toot, dude. Um, didn't shit myself that time. Yeah, so they, look at that. One for one today. Yeah, <laughs> baby steps. Um, what could it be other than aliens? 
I think aliens are sucking mm-hmm. these things up into their UFOs, doing God knows what, and then dropping them back off. What else but could it be? But, but like you're saying, like why the evidence? Why drop other than just some like because oh, they look don't look at them can feel like dropping in the ocean. Well, no, I, that's my claim. Like if the government's doing it, they should. But these aliens don't give a shit. The aliens I know they don't care about that kind of stuff. But like seriously, like. What do they care? I mean, hey, we I got what we wanted like, from it. Yeah, is is there is there was there what else was happening in the area? Because this is an ongoing thing, it wasn't like one rare thing like, oh, we gotta run a distraction mm-hmm. from a different government operation, so I'll leave them with the asshole as cows because actually we're doing uh weird government shit on the other side of town, but so keep them occupied with this. This is one that I've read about where it's like, Yeah, I can't you have the proof. Mm-hmm. You have, yeah, people had to, like, surgical precision with how these things have been dismembered. No blood. Yeah, no blood. Why aren't flies fucking with it? That tells me that maybe there's some sort of... They sprayed it down or Exactly, something. some sort of alien pesticide. I mean, I don't have an answer for this. It's this crazy. Nobody curious. does. This is, a, ooh, this is a curious one, Dave. And a lot of this does happen. We've talked, we mentioned this briefly when we are talking about the 37th parallel. A lot of this does. It, this, yeah. this Oregon one, that's not the 37th parallel. I think that's it's where I was reading about it. It was the book that I had. I forget mm-hmm. the author's name. Ben Mesrick. Is that the one I was? Yeah. He's the one that wrote the 37th parallel. Yes. And they, so, yeah, he was discussing that. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And a lot of it does happen, on the, but not. it's not exclusive to that. Hence the Oregon one. I do not have an answer for this. One. It's crazy. This is one of the most like, just it's it's bizarre. There's mouth a lot of this. Well, stuff. Think about okay, okay, mouth and cheek meat. The first exposure of you eating something. Mm-hmm. What's it doing to your lips? If it's an outward thing, if it's in your mouth, after it's being chewed and processed, is it affecting inside? But they're not taking the throat, Mm-mm. right? No, the tongue, the flesh around the jaw and the mouth. Mm-hmm. Most a lot of times the eyes. Almost always the genitals. Almost always the asshole. Always the genies. Yeah. I need those cow genitals. Ah, man. It's crazy. What other... Okay. I don't think it's alien fertilizer. Is that it? They're just sloppy? They're just going to dump it off? But also... But were there broken bones in it? If it's being dropped from a height... Far enough to put a dent. Good question. I don't know. Because then if there's no broken bones, like or if the body's not, I guess you can't get bruised if there's no blood. Mm-hmm. Completely drained of blood. No blood when you around. Hunt, I mean, like when people, like if you hunt a deer and you put it up, mm-hmm. what they, I don't know what that process is called. Called processing a deer. Is it where mm-hmm. it's just hanging up to drain? Well, that's that's part of it, yeah. But what, at, at the end of that, like if you left it up for, I don't know, a day. Uh-huh. And it drained. Is it out? Is it all? Like could you just hose it out and there'd be no blood left? I would think so. There'd be yeah. some semblance of blood. I mean, yeah, there might, you mean like, okay, like residual blood? Yeah, there's some evidence of it. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I don't know. I wonder how much blood is in a cow. It's got to be gallons. All right, I guess I'm doing the research yeah. on this. How much blood is in a cow? Cows are cool, man. I've I've always wanted to have uh, some livestock, not Ooh. to not to butcher, just just to have. I lived uh, nine point five to ten point three gallons. Wow, ten gallons of blood. That is a lot of blood. Ten gallons of blood. That's like ten one gallon milk cartons. That's a whole fridge of blood. Mm-hmm. 
That's a lot of fucking blood. Where's it going? Section of blood. Where's it going? Well, the fact that there's no blood. (laughs) Super cool cancer. The fact that there's no blood like around the carcass and on the ground. Or anywhere, or from where it was taken, though, if it was on a ranch. Mm -hmm. I mean that that leads itself to believe that uh, lends itself. You're right. Yeah. Uh, That they're getting snatched and, and. mutilated somewhere else and then returned so i I feel like that a lot of times too um in these uh where they're finding these carcasses although there is no blood there uh, a lot of times there's burn marks on the ground what's that doing where's that coming from okay on skeptoid.com they are saying i'm gonna sneeze do it look at the light paint the wall there you go. Work it out. I fucking love to sneeze, man. It's because it's like an orgasm. Mm. Um, what are these people saying? I'm going to try and shit on the... Oh, um, according to Skeptoid.com, uh, the Alexander Hamilton that you <clears throat> referenced was a different Alexander Hamilton who was a farmer and a businessman and also a liar, it says. Yeah, I read that part. part. (laughs) Well, you got to disclose this. (laughs) Well, says the lady. Yeah, some lady said that he was part of a liar's group, a liar's club. (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Hispanic gases. <clears throat> okay, here's one. Here's uh, saying that the gases split the stomach open, expose the internal organs, then flies ate the organs and laid eggs in the soft tissue, so it destroyed the eyes, lips, and anuses, ani, and the maggots devoured soft tissue down to the bone. So they're saying that that could be an excuse that, you know, soft, soft areas go first mm-hmm. by predators. Most predators will always yeah. eat the soft tissue. And the gases is what blew it up and blew the organs out of it. But, but they're not like going to be, it's, it's, it's not going to be this clean. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to be this tidy. You ever seen uh, Two Cows Bang? No. Oh, boy. Why? I did when I was like 11. It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> It was fucking terrifying. What? Wow, sorry, I'm reading. Why? Why is it weird? Don't they just look like how horses bang? Yeah, but you know, it's two thousand pounds <laughs> of fuck going on. Is there big dicks on? Is there big dicks on cows? A I bull, don't know. A bull. Bull probably got a got a nice hog. <laughs> this one, I mean, they're they're pretty. Uh, Of course, Skeptoid is that's their job to... Yeah, exactly. It's on Skeptoid.com. They not, shit on everything. Same way Snopes shits on everything. Uh, so they're saying that's not even the, the same Alexander Hamilton? No, they're saying it was a different guy. Well, there is there is an FBI. Yeah, there's FBI reports on this shit where they, they're keeping track of it. I think it's aliens. Modern Farmer uh, dot com has a the headline of their article is Moo F O. 
That's pretty good. Mm. It's pretty. It's pretty good one, guys. <laughs> I like where you're going. Um, I, yeah, I would have read. I'm going to read more of this stuff. No, no foot. I'm do research after the episode's over and never share it with anybody. I think it's aliens. My question. My question is not who's doing it. I think it's aliens. My question is why are the aliens doing it? They're up to something. Here's a question, though. If Okay, if it is aliens, why would they not mix it up every now and then? And what I'm trying to say is, why haven't we found human carcasses farmer with genitals and eyes missing? You know, what's the aliens? Do they have morals and ethics? What do they care? Uh, there's another well, thing we're we need to the learn. Cows. If they know what happens to the cows, they don't even know what happened to us. We're eating the cows. Well, I'm just saying, if you know, why not just snatch a human and test on him? Well, again, this is a. You know, if it's a government thing, yeah, good. Go be weird about the cows. We're actually kidnapping kids in your same area. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, because these things show such precision with how they're dissected, and then these other ones, like, nah, it's not precise. Like, it, they're for once, I'm going to go with the skeptic part, kind of easily sweeping some of these facts under the rug. Mm-hmm. 10,000 cases, 50 years, zero charges against a human. <coughs> Some people, you know, like a lot of these articles, like, oh, it's predators. Well, it's definitely not predators, I don't think. Oh, it's uh, satanic rituals. Well, again, unless you got some pre-med students with some nice yeah. gear. I don't see how they're making uh, these laser-like precision cuts. Yeah, I don't know. I feel, I, I'm in between. It feels like people are trying to excuse it away because they can't with the... Uh... Yeah. So look that up. Well, I guess we'll never know. It's uh, that bloating often leads to skin splitting in straight lines resembling incision and exposing internal organs. There's little nor blood from oozing from the wounds because blood settles. The heart does not pump when an animal is dead and insects devour the blood that does spill out. Hmm. Okay. But they're saying that I mean the blood would settle. Maybe that creates the depression in the ground. Because then the liquid's there, and so the liquid softens the ground. That creates a depression, but then there would still be something left. In mm. my, I would think there'd be something left. How bad must that smell? I. That's not what I'm going to think about. One thousand pound rotting. Thousand pounds of assholeless beef. Uh, there you go, buddy. <laughs> Just fighting it for both ends. I'm. Fighting off bloat. Yeah, why are you bloated? I don't know, man. I just ate some pizza. Yeah, chug water. What some... What'd you get into in that uh, that open bar? I was drinking a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, tequila, I had tequila sodas. Okay, <clears throat> I, was having, I was enjoying some rosé. Was on the beach. Huh. Was having wine. I like a good wine drunk sometimes. What's rosé? It's pink. 
pink. Yeah. I know clear and purple. I don't know pink. That was red and white. Mm, red and white. My so bad. pink's in the middle between there. Hmm. Like, Is it good? I like a red wine normally. Yeah. White wine for the beach. White wine or rosé. I had a couple yeah. of those. I was mixing then. <clears throat> I had a Corona, which is always a bad idea. Corona's gross. Corona's not very good. Corona or Heineken. You know what's a good Mexican beer? seen somebody drink Heineken voluntarily, yeah. you'll never be a friend of mine. Get you some of that... Um, You're a terrorist. Modelo uh, Negra. Oh, all the Modelos are good. Shit's good. I don't think Corona's real Mexican beer. You give me a Tecate, you give me a Dos Equis, mm-hmm. you give me a Corona, but or not a Corona, give me a Modelo. But Corona's like... There's a weird... Corona's and Heineken. It's a weird twist to it. rapists. Yeah. That's who drinks those. <laughs> well, Can uh, we get two Heinekens? You're, you're a sexual predator. Speaking of Mexican beer, I got a recipe for you today. Is it for Mexican beer? There's Mexican beer involved. Hey, good job on this one with uh, no solution in sight. Yeah. This is a curious subject that we might have to revisit. Yeah. Yeah, this one really is a... Uh, it befuddles me. Hey, Dave's been befuddled. Mm-hmm. Dude, I freestyled some chicken tortilla soup the other night. <laughs> What'd you do? Just freestyled it. I didn't didn't have a recipe to follow. Nothing. Just tr- trusting my instincts, and it was you got good instincts. Awesome. I would. Trust, I, I trust your instincts. Chicken tortilla soup. Here's what you do. All right. Turn that oven on to 400. Get you some garlic, some onions, tomatillos, some green chilies, maybe a red bell pepper. I think I've talked about how to roast some garlic. If you don't know how to roast garlic, take you a whole garlic uh, bulb, not not just the individual cloves, but the whole bulb, cut it in half. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, north, south, not east, west. Cut it in half, north, south. The cloves are half. Uh-huh. Then you, uh, you take each half and you uh, dab a little uh, olive oil on the exposed cloves. On the on the open where the wound is, mm-hmm. wrap each half in uh, tin foil. From saying wound, uh-huh. <laughs> wrap each half in tin foil, and then uh, place it on a big cookie sheet, some sort of cookie sheet, roasting pan thing. Just throw your little little wrapped up tin foil balls of uh, half garlic bulbs in there. I used uh, two whole bulbs, so I had four halves. Throw that on the pan. Take you a whole yellow or white onion, cut it in half, put it face down on the pan. You don't have to wrap that shit up. Yellow? Yellow yellow or white. Uh, Get you about eight or ten tomatillos. Man, tomatillo is such an underrated uh, vegetable. Like green tomato? A little little Mexican green tomato. Throw those on there. You don't have to do anything to those. Roast them whole. Uh, Get you, you know, if you don't have, uh, you know, hatch chilies or anything, get you a poblano pepper, maybe an Anaheim. Uh, nothing, you don't got to do nothing that. Throw it on the pan and get your red bell pepper. Throw that shit on the pan. Throw the whole pan into the oven. It says that bugs go through the asshole because it's softer. That's, I just was, I got to that part of the article I was reading. I mean, it's, just, it's no oh. clue that I check out during oh, the recipes. No, that's I'm fine. I'm not going to make this shit. That's fine. It's hilarious. But that's why they go through the, because it's softer than to go through the skin. Anyway, go on. What time are we at? I want to I want to notate that for our quote of the week on on Twitter. For 50, 57 and a half. Okay. <laughs> Since bugs go through the asshole because it's softer. 
I just thought, you know, it's pertinent information. All right, roasted garlic. All right, you got your garlic, got your onions, your tomatillos, your green chilies, your red bell peppers. Throw all that on the pan, uh, 400 degrees, 50 minutes. Uh, although you need to, at 30 minutes, remove those tomatillos because 50 minutes is just going to make those suckers wilt into nothing like a dead uh, cow carcass. The old wilty tomatillo. While that's happening, uh, get you some chicken thighs. Wilt tomatillo. <laughs> Get you some. Uh, you can you can do uh, boneless, skinless. You can do bone in, whatever you want. Sear those bastards off in a pan. A uh, little bit of oil in a cast iron skillet. Uh, medium high heat. Uh, about sixty seconds on each side. Remove the chicken. Put it on a plate. Put it in the fridge. We're not going to need that chicken for a while. We got a lot more work to do. All right. Take that pan. You sear the chicken in. You got the uh, you got the leftover chicken bits. And by the way, you can season that chicken too. So season that shit up however you want to. But you got your little leftover chicken bits, and you got that oil that you threw in there. Now make you a little bit of uh, roux. Make you a quick roux out of that by adding some uh, flour. So just uh, medium heat. Throw some. Uh, I don't know. Just eyeball it. Should be about half. A roux is equal parts uh, oil and flour. So whatever oil you got in there. Eyeball it and throw a little more uh, flour in there. Make your roux. Constantly uh, constantly mixing that shit for about five or ten minutes. Then, by that time, your, uh, your pureed vegetable or your, your vegetable, your roasted vegetables, not puree. I'm getting ahead of myself. Your roasted vegetables should be coming out of the oven about that time. Uh, take all that shit. Take the seeds and the cores and stuff out of the peppers. Throw them in a blender. And also get you a can of uh, chipotle peppers. Throw a couple of those red smoky chipotles in there and uh, just puree all that shit. The garlic, the uh, the onions, the peppers, everything. Puree that shit in there. Uh, add that to the roux. Now you got your roux in the pot. And now you got your pureed uh, roasted vegetables in the pot. Get that going. Then take you about a, uh, about a 24-ounce Mexican beer. Throw that shit in there. And um, maybe another uh, 10 to 20 ounces of chicken stock. So now we got the roux. We got the pureed roasted vegetables. We got the beer. We got the chicken stock. Uh, throw in some fresh cilantro and then some uh, spices. They got this Mexican spice. It's, I think it's pronounced Tijon. Uh, T-I-J-O-N. It's, it's delicious. Tijon, it's yeah, Tijon. Tijon. Oh, man, that shit's <clears throat> great. Throw uh, some fresh cilantro, some, some Tijon or something similar. You could add a little smoked paprika. You could add some chili powder, some cumin, salt and pepper, a uh, little liquid smoke, a little Worcestershire sauce, and a little lime juice. All right, now you bring all that shit to a boil. Once it starts to boil, reduce it down to a simmer. Let that shit simmer for about two hours, stirring it occasionally. About two hours later... Take that chicken out of the fridge, dice that shit up in whatever size you want, uh, throw the diced chicken in there, let that simmer for about another 30 minutes, and uh, while that's going, get you a small pan, little, little uh, saucepan or frying pan or whatever, throw a little uh, oil in there, vegetable oil, uh, canola oil, whatever, uh, bring that up to about 350 or medium-high heat, let that get good and warm, then take you some corn tortillas. Cut those up into small strips. Throw those into the oil. About 30 seconds. That's all you're going to take to get those nice and crispy. Pull those out. Boom. Now you serve your uh, your chicken tortilla soup uh, in a nice bowl. Top it with some more fresh cilantro, some sour cream, and those tortilla strips. This shit is dope. It is very, very good. I enjoyed it. Weather's starting to change. Fall and winter gets cold. Oh, I love I love a good stew or soup or I something. Get, I'm with you on that. Is there is there better food than Mexican? If you had to pick all around one nationality of food, I love cuisine? Mexican food. Um, if I, I if I had to pick one, I'd go Cajun. I just oh okay, I love okay, Cajun food enough. so much. 
So, but yeah, I, I love Mexican food. But yeah, and uh, that cilantro and all those roasted vegetables and that beer, just, uh, just, just very, uh, just very Mexican. So <laughs> it's real Mexican. <laughs> but this shit, it was so good, dude. And you know, tweak it however you want. And uh, but yeah. There you go, man. If anybody wants the, uh, I don't have a recipe. Like I said, this I freestyle it. These are my notes. Um, but yeah, if you got any questions, email me and I'll I'll talk you through it. But yeah, this shit is pretty pretty good. That's some pretty good soup there, Kyle. I like it, man. Comic of the week, our friend, an absolute force of nature. You've gone on the record as saying, quite possibly, the funniest person in Los Angeles, Deborah DiGiovanni. Deb D. Deb D's got a new album out. Oh, really? Single Awkward Female. Just came out last Deb week. D. If you guys don't know Deborah DiGiovanni at this point, uh, you, you, you don't sleep on her, man. You better get on her. Because yeah, she be is, she's beast. She's great. Deborah DiGiovanni, D, little I, big G, I-O-V-A-N-N-I. Deborah DiGiovanni, single, awkward female. She got some other stuff out there, too, but this is her latest offering. And I uh, listened to some of it yesterday, and it is killer as to be expected. So there's our comic of the week. There's your fucking, there's your comic, there's your recipe. I don't know what else you want from me. Honestly, what can what more can we give you? This is a perfect episode. We mm-hmm. had an interesting subject that we couldn't solve, and I didn't say fuck no to right away. Yep. Everybody loves chicken tortilla soup. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff, man. Yeah. What you got to plug? Anything coming up? November's busy for you. What do you got? Uh, people are going to get sick of me plugging stuff. That's all right. It's what you're here for. If you're in L.A., I'm doing another show on a gondola in Long Beach. Really? This Saturday night on the 19th. Nice. Always a good time. Nice. A little boat ride. And speaking of, chilly, chilly boat ride around the canals of Long Beach with some comedy and, and bring a blanket and some drinks. Okay. Remember to pee first. Last time people had to pee off the side of the boat. Uh-oh. Very clumsy. Yeah. That's Other than that, yeah, man, I got... November, baby. Spring break tour. It's going down. There you go. Man. <clears throat> I've been telling people about it. They know. I added another show in Chicago. Oh, I saw on, that, uh, man. November 25th. Sold out the first show. Sold out the 26th. So Wonder thanks gal. for that if you bought tickets. Hell and, yeah. Uh, God, I hope people come to it. It's going to be a weird one if nobody shows up. That they, is that weird when you sold. sell out the yeah, first yeah, one. Yeah, but that was the most I was going to sell. <laughs> now and, there's 18 people yeah, in the second. Yeah, like a two dozen people in a 600-seat <laughs> venue. So please uh, think, consider... Coming to that. Oh, man. If I have to tell you it'll be different both nights, I will. I don't know if – maybe I won't be, but I'll probably book different people for each night too. So. <laughs> okay. Right what about on. you, Dave? Uh, you I got nothing fun on the books. I'll be at the Will Turn on uh, on Thursday uh, see. Uh, watching uh, Tyler Childers, who I saw Boy, two weeks ago. doubling down on that. I bought those tickets months ago. Oh, like okay. I literally bought those like in April and uh, then got surprised with the uh, tickets to see him at Red Rocks. Okay. Killer show. Um, okay. But yeah, if you're at that show, stop by and stop by and say hello. I'll be I'll be the uh, chubby bearded white guy. We we'll have a booth mm-hmm. selling records in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, holler at your boys. Yeah. The Boogie Monster.
Network.